the planet who we think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the 10th Year Seniors Network, or at least I think we're still a part of the 10th Year Seniors Network. Um, I served a, a 10-month suspension for slapping Andrew in the face, and here I am, new podcast partner, Timmy, what's up? It's good? It's been a... It's good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to be back, back here with you, Dakari. This is why I want my inaugural... 10th year seniors podcast i think yeah that's true we did a like a practice basketball yeah. podcast so you will hear us on the casuals at some point arguing about basketball um just know that Dimi's default take is going to be that Giannis is the greatest athlete that ever lived yeah i mean like try arguing with that yeah so we'll, we'll we'll debate that but since there was been a last i need a minute podcast a lot of shit has happened um we don't have to wear a mask anymore uh let's see things are opened up uh, the world almost went to World War Three, um, as mentioned earlier. A guy got slapped. Yep. Uh, yeah, a lot of shit, and I and I've been thinking about this. And you tell me how you how you feel, right? Um, one is that that the world has gotten, I think, like a bit crazier. People are kind of more keyed up because post COVID, even walking down the street, walking around Toronto, there seems to be like a little edge to people, right? And that's the first one. And then the second one is uh, things will happen in the news. And because of COVID, I don't know, you could tell me how you feel, but because uh, we used to podcast on like pop culture topics all the time. A lot of times I just go, eh, or yeah, like, I, I don't know, I'll wait to see what would happen or what the news actually says. But how, how do you feel like digesting the news or when you hear something that's happened that's going on? Um, see, I think my take will be slightly... Um, what, what am I going to go for here? I, I generally believe that the world isn't actually angrier, yeah. if anything. I think people on a daily basis are more exposed to the opposing opinion. Yeah. And what that leads to is a general level of discourse, which um, assumes that the two extremes represent the two sides or the entire population where I think most people kind of just sit in the middle yeah. and they act as observers and they might yeah. lean one way or the other, but the people who are controlling the narrative are the extremists on either side. So that's kind of like the idea that you could, it's always a straw mind argument, right? That no matter what the take is, people will have one incident and then have that encapsulate what everyone else thinks for exactly. everything in the world. Yeah. And then they find that and then they're fighting against that. And whenever someone kind of generally sides with one side of an argument, they just assume I know your entire personality based exactly, on this. Yeah. But in that vein, then you think everyone's your enemy. So then you think, <laughs> I thought you were going to do the voice. No. Do, do the voice. No. Do, do the voice. My enemies are everywhere. There you go. <laughs> so people think that everyone's their enemy. That'll make you like more aggressive. And yeah. I, I was listening to this plain English podcast. And the guys basically uh, surmising uh, was that because people were wearing masks, it had the effect of, you know, people just talk shit online. They curse at each other. They say like racist, homophobic, yeah. sexist things. All of Sometimes hilarious. But they say all that shit yeah, right yeah. away. And the same kind of attitude. Gone. 
Like, there goes my social credit. And what if I need to raise my social credit scores by getting my shit recognized by the cameras or surveillance systems? Or someone's, like, stealing it because they have, like, kind of the same eyes, but yeah, their exactly. bone structure is yeah. a little off. When do you yeah. think we're going to get that here? I hope soon, man. Um, we got to get some street rats off here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... So I think like the general tenor of everyone being more violent, and we'll just talk about it here um, quickly because, or not, not even quickly, I just don't care. I didn't want to do a podcast immediately after the Will Smith thing. Yeah. I uh, texted Andrew to be like, you know, I slapped you as well. Like, is that forgiven? Um, can we pot again? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. But then I immediately felt dirty. He's like, everyone's going to do a podcast or talk about this. And you got like, I think like all the same takes oversaturation and of oversaturation yeah. of just one event. And you, you tell me this, Timmy. You fancy yourself as someone who does comedy. Well, poor comedy, but go ahead. Yeah. 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 But but because um, sometimes I feel I'll be honest, comedians kind of tend to think that um, they are the last bastion of free speech. Yeah. Which is um, what I kind I what I found interesting as well is the out the outrage that the comedian community um, expressed like as if this was an attack on one of their own, which is to be fair, Chris. So I was like, fucking hell, like now we're all righteous because some motherfucker got right, slapped. Just shut the fuck up. Like, it's just, this is, I mean, this was gold for everyone. Yes. Like, don't act like, oh, this is an attack. It, like, will I be slapped at my own show? If you do, that's your career done, man. What are you talking about? That is good for you. I My, my whole thing about how self-righteous they were and how they were framing themselves as the victim was that you are the people who make fun of everyone exactly. who does that. Yeah, yeah. So why the fuck are you being the one who was extra sensitive without acknowledging? Because like, I get that you could be sensitive about it if you feel like put on, but... Without acknowledging that it was fundamentally, without question, this has been me and my brother's take on this, it was a funny moment. Oh, yeah, un undeniably. I, how could you deny, like, that's, yeah. I that happened, and I'm like, that's an hour worth of material right there. Oh, yeah, the, Chris, the, the, the ticket sales for Chris Rock's next show immediately after the Oscars shot up, I think, from $100 to about $500 immediately, yeah. overnight, yeah, because yeah. everyone's like, I want to see what this guy has to say. Yeah. And... Going back to the initial point of the comedian outrage, like when I saw, I don't know if everyone saw Jim Carrey's take where it's just like, uh, I think Hollywood is discovering that we're not the part of the cool club anymore. And I'm just like, you guys have been ridiculed for a long time now. Yeah. When the fuck were you part? Like, you guys are when literally When did you expect that? Yeah. Like, when Ricky Gervais stood up and did his, like, tear down at the Golden Globes, yeah. people loved that. People laugh at that because you're not the cool guys. I think, like, they conflate being cool with being wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you think like you're rich, you're like, oh, everyone looks up to me. I get to wear like these amazing suits. And I'm sure in Jim Carrey's career and Ace Ventura, there's probably like fucking transphobic, sexist, racist shit and all that comedy. But Ace Ventura is still an amazing comedy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you get to be so butthurt over this? And then because he also used that time to say like, oh, I'm retiring and I'm moving on. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Is this also maybe it's because you weren't being hired? Like no one's hiring you to do. Uh, serious shit everyone kind of conflated it but you you know who you haven't heard speak about this you haven't heard Chappelle you haven't heard Louis C.K. you haven't heard Seinfeld yeah none of them said anything and even when Ricky Gervais and they're Chappelle's close friends right yeah I mean, oh, sorry sorry Rob, Chris, yeah, yeah yeah and, he, and even when Ricky Gervais said it he's like yeah he did a fucked up thing and my favorite part was like I'd have never done a ball-headed bitch joke I'd yeah, have yeah. done like 
something about her boyfriend. So, yeah, exactly. Which is funny. Yeah. If you're gonna get hit, like, go for it. He was saying like this wasn't even like a, this wasn't even like a bad joke, which I completely agree with Ricky Gervais on that front. Like it, it wasn't even a bad joke. Um, I don't know though. I really do. God. Okay. This is a question for you. What joke do you think that you could tell that would get you slapped if you went on stage and said, because I'm sure you've heard some like really, really bad shit at some point, right? So I think what could have, what could have instigated genuine violence. And then if you, um, I think if Will Smith had heard a joke coming out of Chris Rock's mouth, mentioning the cuckolding. Yeah. And the name that would have done it. it. That would have been like, you know, I think a lot of people would have been like, yeah, fair enough. Like, fuck, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, his yeah. wife, you know, like that's like kind of, you got to kick that motherfucker's ass at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I understand the idea of like, oh, defend my, my wife's honor. Like, <laughs> like I don't agree with it in general as a concept, but like I can understand how a large portion of the population would probably side with Will Smith. I'm like, what was he going to do? Just take that. He's already, his wife's taking dick. He's not, he's not going to take another joke. <laughs> Have you seen The Matrix 4? No, I'm not. I, oh, okay. I boycotted it. You, you refuse. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. spoiler alert. Uh, Trinity is supposed to be like the new one in The Matrix okay, 4. Like course, empowering yeah. women. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like she was pretty empowered in that moment. And like she might could take Chris Rock. But yeah. she's walking up on stage. Like go and do that. Like do you actually have to defend her? And then I have to say like. How, how am I going to put this? Because I am a person with a wife. Your wife has to be able to take a joke. Yeah, and I, I, I think she did take the joke. I think she did. I think she took the joke. I like it. Like maybe it was in poor taste. Like maybe she was unhappy with it, which is you know anyone's right when they are the you know butt end of a joke. But yeah. the general disagreement is with Will Smith. Like, I, at what point do you think it was appropriate to stand up and slap another man because of that joke? Like, I understand if it was a sexual advance i understand if it was a uh if he grabbed her ass yeah grabbed a tit yeah just something like like, something like that's that's kind of fucked up i actually like genuinely i i sometimes fantasize and when i say fantasize (laughs) like i i it's not in a good way like it's it's almost like nightmarish fantasy not any of those lucid dream ads no 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 no, no. okay Where, where i'm just like walking down the street and like let's say i'm with my girl and like she gets cat cold or someone like i don't know I don't know if people get, I mean, obviously people get cackled, but like, yeah, I, I get just, it all the time. You get all, yeah? Yeah, yeah. God damn. I haven't even felt it once in my yeah, life. Bro. It's okay. Bro. Yeah. You're a beautiful yeah. man. What am yeah, I yeah. doing here? Yeah. But like, I don't, I, I think the general pressure that a man might feel to stand up for his woman is, is probably real. Cause I would feel insecure. Yeah. That's that real. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be like, I think my inability to act and to sort of be like, Oh, I have nothing to do is probably masked by the fact that I can't fight and I'm not an intimidating individual. If mm-hmm. I was one, I'd, Maybe the person doing the catcalling would have thought twice. Which yeah, is but then sexual... I also think that's also a. Um, we live in a very safe city. <laughs> I would say that because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, very imagine city. living yeah. somewhere not as safe and that kind of shit happen. You'd be like, "You better keep walking." I'm not about to get yeah, shot. Yeah, I'm not gonna get shot for your bitch, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, at some point you're gonna come to the Bahamas. We'll take you to Junkanoo. Don't bring Monica. <laughs> She'd probably do better than me, man. Like, no, she would do. A lot of stuff would happen. Yeah. And then you'd just be like, fuck. <laughs> Should I have a gun here? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll just be like a little white boy in the corner, just like, no, this is, uh, this is not. I'd be like, you know what? Sorry, you're all right. She, 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 does, she does look pretty fit. 
Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's that's you know what? Yeah, like you go ahead, man. Like, <laughs> wind down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I, I think that um, why that triggered everyone so much to pay attention because it was people who weren't even watching the Oscars, and that's the thing. I am. I know the parts of my life where I'm lame, right? And yeah. one of those parts is that when it, the Oscars are on, I watch the Oscars, I watch the short films, I watch the documentary shorts, and I and I have takes on it. Yeah, and I yeah. was way more upset that Coda won the Oscar for Best Picture yeah. over Will Smith. One of the six people who knew what Coda was to yeah. start with. Yeah, because honestly, I just watched it that day. I yeah. knew it exists, and I knew it had a chance to In win. Prep, yeah, yeah, but I just was like, no fucking Apple TV movie about a, yeah. a kid of a deaf parent is gonna win then i watched the movies like this is a lifetime movie a lifetime movie. oh right yeah gotcha like th- like that kind of thing compared to some of the some of the uh films we've watched and one of them i'm going to pivot from the oscars right now into the batman because we went to see the batman we did yeah. obviously the day it came out and the tagline for batman uh i'm vengeance because they i feel like vengeance. a lot of the movie they didn't call it that's the level of quality of filmmaking that it, that they could have had or that they did have, but um, then this guy would show up in this mask. And it didn't even fit with the Riddler because the Riddler looked like, I think I could go to Army Supply and get everything yeah. that he has. And that's part of the way that they designed the costume. And I know there's no way to get around that in Batman. And I still enjoyed the movie. And now I hope the second time I see it, I don't have your same reaction like, oh, fuck, this is cringe. I- I honestly think it, on that on that second viewing, try and because the film's almost three hours long, right? Yeah. Try and notice the scenes which you're like, "What is this adding?" Like, oh, there's a lot of that, and you're yeah. just like, "Why is this film three hours?" Like, yeah. I'm just looking at the guy stare off in the distance while fucking Nirvana is playing right now, which was beautiful, though. Oh yeah, yeah like something. In, like, I'm forever grateful for the inclusion of that. Don't song. you walk around the city now with, with just that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pause, yo. Yeah, man. Every day. Every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was that was. Batman. That's as, that's as much Batman review as you're going to get. Because like I said, with everything, with um, COVID coming to end, um, us both starting new in Toronto, it's like everything kind of got the volume turned down. And even the Batman, I was like anticipating that this is going to mm-hmm. be great or greater than I thought. Because you have the uh, image of the Dark Knight in your head, right? And you think of, well, if this guy gets to kind of copy off the Dark Knight, he's going to create something equal or greater than it. And I don't think it got there. As great as Patterson was, as great as some of the fight scenes were. Yeah. It's like you left a lot of your amazing scenes from, you put it in the trailer and I already saw it coming, you know? And um, I think Zoe Kravitz, I don't, it, every Batman movie doesn't know what to do with Catwoman. Yeah. I, the Anne Hathaway one in, uh, in the Nolan trilogy, Yeah, I think probably was... I think I enjoyed it the best because it was the least important to the yeah. film. I mean, fuck, Anna Hathaway is trying to start a communist revolution in that movie. Well, is she actually? Yeah, because in the oh, movie yeah. when she, like the scene where she's dancing uh, with Bruce Wayne and she's like, how did you think you could be on top for so long and have so much when other people have so little? Yeah. So that was like during peak financial crisis time in America. Yeah. 
bailout of trillions of dollars of all these banks. I was like, fucking Anne Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to have, you know, start her own revolution. To be fair, which is pretty meta, like, I, to this day, can I still cannot understand the logic. Because we're putting the Batman in a very... I know we said we're going to stop with the Batman. Yeah. Review, but I'll say one last No, thing. no, no. Keep going. The one thing that I will never, never understand is, like, we're heading towards this place where these super superhero films are turning into fucking snuff films. Like we're yeah. trying to make them as realistic as possible. Yeah. But that doesn't comply with the reality that a, in, um, a vigilante somehow makes more of a difference than a fucking billionaire who yeah. owns the city. Agreed. I have nothing I yeah, can say like, to that. And I would say the only people who are doing that is DC. Because in Marvel's yeah, yeah, universe, no, their billionaire dies trying to save the universe exactly, from Thanos. Yeah. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only way that they can make a billionaire is sympathetic it? is they have to be like, yeah, but like the universe is gonna die if this guy doesn't exactly. get to yeah, do yeah, what yeah. he does. Yeah. And then he invented time travel. Exactly. Batman got... is driving around punching people and getting shot exactly. and surviving. Yeah. No one time travel in an afternoon. Has I love you three thousand. Okay, first of all, yeah. that's amazing. Don't you fucking <laughs> ever? Don't, don't you ever? That was endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Criminals in Gotham. I just have to say this, right? Like, I'm sure someone has army training, aim for the chin. I, I was, I was literally gonna say that, and um, if it's realistic to not have him shot in the chin. I don't know. It just doesn't exactly, make sense. Yeah, and also you got a shotgun to the chest, and it's like, what? You just leave that with a couple of bruises, like. I don't know. Wow, you guys really hated this movie. I the second viewing really killed it for me. Yeah, I got. I think the first one, everyone had like these mini. Everyone had a half chub coming out the film. Like, yeah, a, okay. This is what I want. I want to do a Batman watch along with you, where we're just gonna watch. Um, yeah, yeah, and we get to comment on it the entire film. Yeah, we will put a little like our heads in a corner while we stream it on YouTube. Yeah, just like pause here. Why is this film here? What is he thinks he's Moses? What the fuck is this? Got a red like lightning flare. I look. He's like holding a girl at the end, helping the cops like while the sun rises over a Gotham. Like I don't know, man. Like beautiful cinematography. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful, beautiful. But listen, I agree. But that's the thing. Like a, a movie is a bunch of things coming together to be one thing. Like if you. um like making a painting, writing an essay isn't the same thing as doing a movie because you of need course, all yeah. of those elements to come together and to work. And sometimes movies get 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 9 yeah, out of 10. Yeah. They are still good. They just didn't get all the way there to what you think an exactly. amazing or a beautiful movie would be. And this is going to be my segue into a movie that I think got a 10 out of 10. <sighs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. I watch. I was supposed to meet you guys to watch the Duke Carolina game. I did not know the movie was two and a half hours long. I thought it was two hours. I was like, oh, I got time. I'll come for like the end of the first half uh, into the second half. I sat in the theater, watched that movie, and was like, I was tr- literally trying to think or pull when there was a film that I loved this much instantly that where I thought it was one of the greatest things ever. Because I had seen... Obviously, like the way the world works now, there's like way more superhero movies that exist than you can go and watch, right? But this wasn't a superhero movie. This had like kind of super elements of it. But the themes of the movie, the way it was filmed, the costuming, it combined a bunch of elements and I think made them into a movie that if it doesn't win the Oscar, like the only thing that could come close, I don't know if Oppenheimer is coming out this year. Mm -hmm. But 
I think like that's the only competition. Like coming out of the movie, this is the reason you write. This is the reason you direct. This is the reason yeah. you want to act. This is the reason you want to sit down in a theater, eat shitty popcorn or hot dogs, pause, no glizzies. Um, <laughs> this is the reason you do all that shit. Like, yeah, I agree with you. And it pulled on the heartstrings. It gave you actions. It made you laugh. Fucking teared up in the middle of it. I teared it's, up. I laughed like it was... And it's exactly what you're saying. Like, I don't know how anyone with an artistic flair doesn't go into that film and go like, this is the amount of create the creative, the creative endeavor that went into spawn. This film is just so refreshing. Like they, you could tell this wasn't a cookie cutter film. This mm-hmm. wasn't something like, Oh, we're, it's guaranteed to kill the box office. It was just yeah. like someone had a dream in a basement somewhere. Yeah. And every, all the elements, were signed up for it. Like the, it was just beautifully done, well directed, incredible scenes, a beautiful, simple concept, but done in a way that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Ignoring the multiverse stuff, I'm just yeah. like, the, I'm not gonna make yeah, yeah. spoilers, but like no. the simple theme of the film, just between the two main characters, wonderful. Like, just you know, it's. Sometimes a movie can just hit on something that seems so obvious, but like they do it in such a way that everyone kind of like gets it right. Like think about your life right now. What if there is a different version of you somewhere that made a different choice? What would that person be like? Yeah. What would you ask them? How would they help you? Um, How would your life have turned out? That's it. It's simple. It's right there. They, of course, they added a whole bunch of layers into this, right? To make it work. But that's as simple as it is. And everyone who is sitting there is like, I fucking relate. Yeah. No matter how successful someone could be watching that movie, you'd be like, yeah, but like, could I have been happier? Could I be more successful? Could I have done X, Y, Z? Yeah. Could that relationship have worked? Could that, you know? And it's all right there in front of you and complete opposite of Batman. Whereas like when the Batman was done and you wanted to hear other people's takes, it's almost like everything, everywhere, all at once got done. It's like... I just wanted to say that this movie is great, and I don't care what other people exactly. listen. And you, you would, you would only tell, like, because I told you guys it was good. But I'm not going around telling a bunch of people that oh, this is the most amazing thing because I don't want them to see it and then not get it, and then just me just be like, mm. you just tell them go watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. You just tell them go watch it. Go watch I it. I thought it was good, but you go watch it. You go watch it. If you don't like it, then I don't think we can be friends. But yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. How do you leave that film going? Eh, you know what? Uh could uh could have been shorter or like <laughs> like uh i thought it was a bit convoluted like like fuck off like it was it was what like be like you don't have a soul genuinely like i felt like at some points in the movie i was watching a youtube fever dream but yes. on yes but on the silver silver anyone says silver screen anymore right but old like people old people yeah go well, you could say silver screen on the silver screen yeah yeah Look at you. At the pictures. <laughs> Clearly you have gray hairs on your balls. I don't get a drink. Keep going. Yeah. Um but it was I yeah, I agree I agree with the first like I I I've got nothing else to add. There is not a single flaw in that. I, there's nothing I would add to it. I'm just happy that I got to see another creative's wet dream. Put together, and it was just such a refreshing, ref- refreshing take on the current movie space, where we're just—it's so saturated with like these DC, Marvel, like blockbusters, which studios just assume are going to make a million billion dollars. 
It's just nice to see something different and well done and beautiful. Talk about Michelle Yeoh. Talk about who? Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh. We got our Michelle Yeoh conversation. Oh, right. Yeah. So Dakari was telling me about Michelle Yeoh and I was like, you know what? Um, I don't care how old she is. I'd still fuck her. Which, I mean, like, I agree, but I'm the wrong person to say that thing to because I'd also have sex with Susan Boyle right now. Susan Boyle is who? The one who sang? Like She's the, the one British? that's the one like Britain's Got Talent. She's like 80 years old and looks like a toad. Dude, fuck Susan Boyle? Yeah. I mean, like, I'd Why? fuck Rosie O'Donnell. Why? Because it's Rosie O'Donnell. It's mm. like, if I if I walked in the room and I was like, you know, like, I, I there's nothing to say, like, Everyone, obviously, beauty is subjective, and everyone's in love. That's a lie. <laughs> I had to, you know, I had to caveat. But um, yeah, I uh, imagine if I walked in the room to Kari and I was like, "Hey, man, you know what I did last night? I got a blowjob from Rosie O'Donnell. You're not going to high five me? It's like, a nice, it's a nice story to have. I'm not going to high five you, but I will want to know all the details. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It makes me much like I'm, I'm like much. that guy in the front of like look, that Bacardi bottle. The most interesting man in the room. Would you put it in your act? Would I put the... Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. It, this is material. So I... I w- so, okay. <laughs> now, now I want to list. Yeah. <laughs> because now I'm thinking like, if you are in a room... D-list celebrities. If you're in a room with Rosie O'Donnell, you're thinking in your head, head, fuck, how do I get her to give me a blow? No, down? I'm not thinking that at all. No, okay. Yeah, all I'm right. like, I, that's... First of all, I, I, I will never approach any interaction with a predatory instinct inside me. <laughs> Like, how do I convince this person to consider me as a viable spouse or mm. an, like an attractive... You fucking lying piece of shit. Yeah, go, I mean, like, no. the, but the moment I do, I know I've already lost, if that uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So I try I and it. I just be like, hey, I like sunsets or I'll just be myself. I, that's not <laughs> me. I've already lost because I'm thinking about it. <laughs> be myself. Uh, yeah. The worst piece of advice parents could ever give be yourself yeah honestly <laughs> never works yeah just don't do that kids my, my parents actually never told me to do that they're just like don't be you that was most of the shit they, they were right me. they were right they and were look right. how i turned out yeah yeah you're gonna be yourself later on your own time <laughs> yeah. not now yeah move two continents away didn't i <laughs> then, you can, then you can be yourself <laughs> Alright, we're gonna keep this one I think like a little short, but I just wanna like I mentioned like possible World War Three at the end and I have to say, right? Um Ukraine got invaded by Russia. Oh what? When? Like a month ago. Okay. It was like yeah. big news at the Bad time. Joke, yeah. No, it was big news at the time. <laughs> no, because What? It, it when? <laughs> What are you talking about? No, because it fits into what I was going to say. Because it seemed like such the biggest story. And it made me, didn't make me sad because this is what I thought about the world anyway. Is that, yeah, people are short attention span. If this war isn't done in two weeks, people will move on. Yeah, yeah. And I think like the only thing that's bumped it back on the newscape was the atrocities committed by Russian troops where you're just saying, oh, right, this woman returning to like these hospitals with ripped vaginas. Like I know that's taking a dark tone for a probably podcast but like that's it the sad thing is like no no I, that's, I i heard it again in the news when like it people were saying oh it's just disgusting what these russian troops and, are doing and it is obviously. yeah yeah mom's writing the um address or contact information for other family members on their kids yeah oh, it's like that kind awful. of thing is is a real thing that's happening but as long as the west gets to consume a war on television or through social media it's like another tv show it yeah. has the same kind of like 
level of outrage or interest as Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah, I and I not just to circle back maybe poetically a little bit. It's I also found one of the takes that people had was on the Will Smith thing was I cannot believe how much more people are prepared to talk about and have an opinion on something generally so insignificant while concurrently there's and there's a effectively a preparation for genocide occurring on in one of yeah but i i kind of think that's why like like wanted a break from reality they wanted it's lighter it's it's lighter lighter. than talking about covid and millions of people dying and then a possible war and then the situation that's common in like relationships across like not common in relationships but that relationships exist so people can superimpose what happened there into like their kind of relationship in terms of like war in ukraine and russia no one can fucking understand what's going on if you have not lived in a war zone you can read as many tweets as you want read articles listen to shit it's not the same yeah it's not the same as like look at this building outside if that got hit by a missile then everything we say would totally change and be colored by it and you're expecting people who live like this is a pretty fucking peaceful time it's pretty fucking great to live in western countries right now yeah so for them to think like instead of what i'm gonna order in doordash later uh domino's brooklyn pizza with pepperoni and anchovies to think hey what's happening to these people in ukraine and is it gonna affect my daily life am i gonna go into work should i not go into work yeah if a war was in new york and we live in toronto we're not going to work the no, next yeah, day yeah, we're not but we're, we're not, going yeah. to work while these people yeah. are in the middle of a war but i think on a general level the majority of western people kind of unequivocally disavow the russians invasion like there's that they all have one stance but if you take another dark subject which was on the news for a long time which had instigated a lot of drama and had a lot of opposing views was a murder of George Floyd mm-hmm. which was a dark subject but everyone around us I, I guess you know you are right because the idea of a black man dying at the hands of the police was something that a lot of people had close to their hearts in the West, especially yeah. America. Yeah. So there was an opinion as opposed to like a, a war in their vicinity. But I think what people like are, is the drama. Mm-hmm. I like sitting across from someone or like the Twitterverse and mm-hmm. being able to say, no, fuck you, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And that just going back to the initial, I think opening statement of the podcast, which people are angrier. Yeah. Like I am, much more willing to argue with another person because I can see their opinion and their opinion is different to mine. While the war in general, people are like, yeah, it sucks. Like and almost anyone who says, uh, you know what? It's fake and uh, it's propaganda and it's yeah. actually not occurring is almost immediately ostracized. And I say yeah. that because that actually did occur to me where I met oh, someone who was just like, met someone. Okay. Or someone else was like, dude, this guy's fucking this is one of the worst people I've ever met did in my he, life. Did he have like swastika? No, 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 no. This guy okay. was, uh, um, it's like a senior manager at a firm. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Like he was, he was, <sighs> gen- I, and I was thinking like, oh, can you imagine this guy was your, your boss? I, how do you not quit? Cause everyone who says shit like that, they want that opinion. They want to be able to say that. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
if that guy's your boss, he's going around and saying that out loud yeah. to you within air shot. Vaccine denier again. Yeah, like every- yeah, that kind of shit. And um, the thing with um, the Russian invasion or the way that the West consumes it, to me was, all right, man. People are thinking about this in terms of like gas prices. Oh, okay, gas now in and in the Bahamas is like maybe like five dollars, six dollars, or something like that right now. In Canada, it's obviously gone up. In a lot of the states, you see memes and stuff about gas prices. In the business world, people are thinking about it in terms of interest rate, in commodity futures, in what's it going to do to the price of wheat? What's it going to do to the price of oil? And all of this stuff is kind of like intertwined into how you view it. So you view the deaths of people or war happening as a slight inconvenience to your life or affecting your bank account in one very specific way and as much as people say that they empathize unless you've had to deal with it it's i think like incredibly hard and yeah i'm going through a divorce my my kid you know listens to my chemical romance which you know isn't necessarily bad it's weird in 2022 yeah like what yeah that kind of kid listening to like that that would be considered adult contemporary now maybe is that cool now? I don't even know. Like, no, because like I, I saw a joke when uh, Pusha T and Jay-Z had a song together. They're like, oh, that's adult contemporary rap. Well, okay, for the audience, Timmy just made try to make Sky Juice on his own. And I don't know if it worked. What the fuck? I just saw him pouring condensed milk into a glass. This is, this is one of the worst things that anyone has ever made ever. You guys really need to get the pamphlets out soon. Yeah, because holy fuck. Okay, try that one with the cinnamon stick. It's going to be beautiful. We did a sky juice testing here at the house uh, Gorgeous. before the podcast. See, mine look tastes, at that. My taste rancid. Yeah, the fuck? Okay, I think on that note, we're going to end the pod. And the pod? Like awful sky juice. Yeah, because we have to do a basketball podcast now. This is us getting our reps out, you know? Yeah, I do like We got to get like a vibe free throws, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get our free throws up and then we'll dive into like, okay, specific topics. And yeah. we'll of course do this on the weekend, yeah. making drinks. Do you want to uh, talk about Louis C.K. or just end it? Let's talk about Louis C.K. Yeah? Okay, I, okay. you know what? Because, you know, let's talk about the Louis C.K. thing. I... um how i how i feel about louis ck or comedians in general like shane gillis i remember when he got like nuked from snl and he's one of my favorite comedians one of my favorite stand-ups i remember i send it to you guys and be like yo wake up watch this in the morning it'll put you in a better mood for work this guy does and says offensive shit all the time think he's hilarious think he's hilarious louis ck was uh before what happened to him he was the comedian for me like that but now I almost can't even picture him being funny. Like the guy who I thought was like one of the funniest people is that I don't know how I could like take out of my mind. Um, one, the shit he's accused of and that he never just came out. Yeah. I never understand why people just don't come out on a human level and just say the thing because you're going to be penalized for it anyway. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I'm a f- sick fuck. Yeah. Like Did I, you hear his new special? I didn't hear it. Yeah. And I want to see. I actually, he won the Grammy, which is why it's on the board because yeah. we have a board now. We're fancy. Um, yeah. It's a black board, not a white board as well. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I like how you went just, just right. I almost went black power. Like, <laughs> <"Black> power. <laughs> fucking right. <Yeah. laughs> fucking white board. <laughs> Uh, now I actually want to listen to it. I, I want to see if he 
addresses it or if he can get back to being funny. Because he is one of those people who was like, um, uh, this is the comedian's comedian. Yeah, and yeah. this is the guy. If there was a benchmark, right. If there was a, a challenge to any throne, it would have been like, who is funny? Like Louis C.K. or Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle. And then Louis, Louis C.K. Louis had his FX show, which had the like Incredible. hilarious, like really, really funny so moments. Directed by him. Direct, the whole, he him. went his whole a tour out. It's like, okay, yeah, Louis C.K. is going to give us gold. He's going to give us gems. Respect any guy who's bald, but then doesn't go for the full bald. He yeah. like still maintain yeah. the hair in the back. Master. I always yeah. wonder, like, do they brush it down? Do they put product on it? Do they just let it live? Um, I don't know. I, I do you go to the hairdresser and be like, I just want an inch off, like, or, because if you let it grow, it's automatically you become attracted to children. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, right. I would think so. Like that's part of the thing. The DNA you just, just walk by a playground and feel tingles, just, yeah, and then God, I gotta get a haircut. Yeah, exactly. Like there. the fuck, then you get on the swings. Arrest. <laughs> Uh, this is what's happened to comedy. Like, you can make that joke, but if, like, a famous person, I don't think, could make a joke like that because they would, like, extrapolate all these things about their values from one joke that's yeah. just supposed to be... The depravity is in the joke. Yeah. And did you listen to the Louis C.K. special? I heard bits of it. Um, and was it good? Was it like Batman? I No, I think generally it was... I, I thought it was good. I, I didn't think... Um, I thought it was probably the my least favorite of his um, retinue specials, like of all the ones that I've seen in the past prior to the incident. Yeah, because he probably didn't have time to practice. And he was doing shows like normal. Like he was like hitting the, yeah. he hit the, he apparently hit the open mics. Well, not open mics, is fucking Lucy K, but he hit the mic scene pretty hard. Like he built the special properly. Like it was a full on beautiful set. He sold out the show. Like wow, okay. um, the one thing that I, the one take that I found curious that a lot of people were talking about was so this guy Lucy K who did something which under normal Hollywood standards um, some would consider unforgivable has been um, let back into the I don't know a, a community yeah, like yeah. whatever it yeah, is yeah. and like they're like you know what like well, here's, you know, come back in, which I, yeah. I think that was the interesting part. And I, I don't know who else was nominated. I just found it. I just was like, oh, okay. Like Hollywood was, has made a judgment that somehow combined with the effort that Louis CK has done artistically and the seriousness of the acts that he was accused of and did actually do, um, he can win because if Imagine if he had slapped a guy, slapped a slapped, couldn't win for ten years, slapped a woman. Yeah, yeah. He's not let back in. Do people even come to his shows? Some people, I guess. Like, yeah. But I, I think like um, like it's the whole where is the line thing in terms of how much punishment is enough punishment. How much do you penalize someone and be like, can they make a living at their yeah, craft yeah, yeah, and what yeah, they yeah. do? Yeah, yeah. Before there's a How level, yeah, yeah. Before there's a level of forgiveness that you should have, or does a person who jerks off in front of two other comedians deserve a lifetime ban and shouldn't work forever? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a world you should want to live in. Like yeah. people get punished, and then after they're punished, what do you do with them? I think what people 
sometimes misinterpret about cancel culture or misdiagnose the argument for it is that there has to be allowed a time where there is grace where there a, per- a person can like say yeah man i fucked up because we've all fucked up at some point in our lives and then some people are in public spheres and some people like a lot of the times like this awful shit that you would say would not be recorded and not tweeted out yeah but you would have said it and done it and then some someone might have felt a ways about you but at what time do you say like i man, i'll give this person a daft and like we'll move on and yeah we can do it so we see K served his time because it was like I don't know five years he was yes. really out there doing anything and I guess Hollywood just said yeah like that's enough time like would yeah because the government body it will tell you if you murder someone this how many years yeah exactly to. but Hollywood was just like finger in the air uh, it seems about right now right you're like having you know four years is good for masturbating in front of a bunch of comedians right yeah yeah, yeah. I was like yeah I think it is yeah let's give him guy a fucking Grammy wait 